the liturgical sense of the readings at Mass. As we continue our approach to experience the joy and newness that many felt at the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, the readings for the third Sunday of Advent draw us into the joy and newness we ought to feel for having been born again in Him. This third Sunday of Advent is also called Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete meaning joy in the Latin language. So, this is Joy Sunday. And the liturgical colors rose and we light a candle called the Shepherd's Candle because it emphasizes the joy in finding the Christ child and sharing or evangelizing this joy with others. To participate in this season of joy, the liturgists have selected for the first reading at Mass today, Isaiah chapter 35 verses 1 through 6. These verses from Isaiah belong to a section that began back in chapter 34 verse 1 and ends in chapter 35 verse 10, which contains an oracle judgment against Edom, which had become a symbol of evil. And it contains a salvation oracle, which depicts the fallen and deserted Edom of now having signs of rebirth and new life after the exodus with the bloom of abundant flowers and the sounds of rejoicing with joyful song. Who has saved this people? Who has given them a new life? Here in verse 4, the oracle becomes very interesting for the Christian because it says God will come in person to save his people. Here is God, the text says. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. So here was the prophet Isaiah, prophesizing centuries before the virgin gave birth that Emmanuel would truly come. He even informs us by what miracles we would know him, saying, Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf will be cleared, then the lame leap like a stag, then the tongue of the mute will sing. Those whom the Lord have ransomed will return to into Zion singing, crowned with everlasting joy. The nature of a prophecy is the same nature of any promise. I promise you I will is a statement uttered by many, perhaps millions on this planet throughout the day. And a response back often is, but when? When will you make good on that promise? When will that prophecy be fulfilled? Said many Jews about the promised Messiah, as well as many new converts to Christianity who had heard these oracles and prophecies. The answer given to them was, well, Christ has come in person to us. He continues to come to us as the Holy Eucharist, and he will come again. But when? Here St. James responds, writing, Be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and late rains? 
you too must be patient. Make firm your hearts, because the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not complain, brothers and sisters, about one another, that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing before the gates. Take as an example of hardship and patience, brothers and sisters, the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Everything St. James wrote points to the liturgy of the Mass. There is a reason why the Holy Mass does not begin with the liturgy of the Holy Eucharist. For we must be patient to receive Him because first we must be prepared to receive Him. In this way, the liturgy is an image of salvation history. Salvation did not come immediately after Adam and Eve were removed from the Garden of Eden, nor did it come immediately after the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. It did not come for centuries. But Christ did come when we were prepared to receive Him. And the scriptures record the names of those who have been blessed for having patiently waited for His coming such as the Magi, who had traveled from afar to visit with the newborn king of the universe, and Simeon and the prophetess Anna, whose advent day was a circumcision of the young king. St. James points to the liturgy again in verse 9, saying, Do not complain, brothers, about one another, that you may not be judged. Do we not ask the Lord to forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us before we are able to receive the Holy Eucharist? Have not many liturgical rites throughout the history of the church asked us to exchange a kiss of peace or a sign of peace with our brothers and sisters before we are able to receive the Holy Eucharist? For before there comes joy, according to St. James, we must persevere through the same hardship and patience that the prophets and saints did who had come before us. Another prophet who persevered through hardship and patience was John the Waymaker, who must have rejoiced in prison upon hearing Jesus' reply to his question, Are you the one to come? Or should we look for another? By speaking to him the words of one of his forebears, the prophet Isaiah. In today's gospel reading from Matthew chapter 11 verses 2 through 11, we hear that Jesus sent John's disciples back to him with the word, Go and tell John what you see and hear. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, Lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. From the creation of the universe until today, God has been about the business of creating new things within us and around us. New things always bring joy. Whether it is a new gift under a Christmas tree or the feeling of new love, this is what Christ Jesus brought. New sight to the blind, new legs for the lame, 
new skin for the leper, new hearing for the deaf, new life for the dead and poor. Moreover, the most beautiful thing about the liturgy of the Mass is that Christ Jesus not only brings us new things, but He Himself is that new thing. He is the new wine and the new bread that becomes the source of our new life through His body and blood. What type of God is this? Who comes with the gift of a new thing every day? Who restores our life every day? Who comes and comes and comes again and again and again? Not only does our Lord promise that those who take no offense of Him bringing this new life are blessed, but He blesses those who take joy in His life. After persevering through your hardship and patience, He who you are about to receive when you come to the end of the communion line has come to give you a new thing and do a new thing within you so that the old you may die and have a new life in Him. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.